Welcome to Creatives Grab Coffee, a podcast where we talk about the business of video production. And we're back after a one-year hiatus. Welcome, everybody, to the Creatives Grab Coffee podcast. Welcome, welcome. So what happened, Carol? What happened? We're gone for a whole year. Oh, you know, we just kind of, we went on vacation, you know, to the Caribbean, you know, it was just one of those things, you know, we just needed to escape everything, right? <laughs> we were just so tired of the lockdowns. We just said, peace. I wish, I really <laughs> wish we could have done that. <laughs> and it's not about a matter of affording it. It's more so like, you know, it was so random what was happening last year with all the lockdowns and the traveling measures that were constantly happening. And it was just that has nothing to do with why we that that has absolutely nothing to do with why we stopped the show we're basically just trying to paint a uh an uh an idealistic picture of why (laughs) (laughs) but anyways anyways we're back we're back it's 2022 we're two months in and we're now on episode 15 of uh, cgc and we just wanted to kind of take this episode as like an opportunity to just kind of do a little bit of a recap what we're planning to do and uh what uh what everyone can expect next mm-hmm. absolutely maybe we should start off with why we stopped and that'll go into a recap of 2021 yeah and then no I that's we'll come we'll circle back to our plans for the show going forward sounds good so dario in, in your opinion why did we stop <laughs> uh, i think we stopped because we just had way too much on our plate and i think at that point the show kind of served its purpose you know, for those that don't know, we kind of started the show a as a way to just get back in the groove of creating stuff because we were jobless for several months during the height of COVID in 2020. And the second reason was obviously to network with like-minded professionals. And I think we achieved both of those. And then once that happened, we kind of just let it, it left it on the side and forgot about it. It, it wasn't planned. It was kind of like a. <clears throat> Like essentially, we kind of had the plan to re-kick start it or to restart it in 2021. Um, but one thing we quickly realized was a, a lot of things that were lacking in our business that we wanted to kind of implement or at least start implementing. And like, for example, one of those was, you know, uh, redoing our website, uh, implementing SEO and online marketing because we'd never done that before. And uh, that was one of the very first things we started to implement. And we decided to just take a pause on the show, revisit it at a later date, and then just kind of see where we can go from there. Yeah, that I think you just summed it up perfectly. I think we were actually surprised that the warm reception it was receiving from a lot of people that we knew. Everyone was always like, oh, yeah, I checked out an episode. It was really good and all that. And I was like, okay, that's good to hear. I think part of it also, though, is it's not that they didn't like the show, but I think um in uh in in 2020 people were all trying to kind of like push each other and motivate each other you know and it was great always to see other people you know still working you know amidst you know such an unexpected uh like halting of work you know because we knew a lot of people who were either losing their jobs or you know losing their businesses and so anytime at least for me like anytime i saw someone like uh, being able to execute a project, you know, or still keep working, you know, you wanted to kind of celebrate that. And so people were kind of reciprocating that with you as well. Oh, okay. So yeah, um, 
I think that's that's the main reason why uh, why we stopped it, and then uh, now we're restarting it because uh, I gotta admit I kind of missed it a little bit. It was really nice yeah. to network with a lot of people. Um, it was great to find <clears throat> out more about the industry you're in, and then also just talk business with other people. Like yeah. um, I found it to be better than listening to those uh, Gary V videos or. I don't know whichever videos. Pop I know up what you mean, YouTube. like the the feel good business videos. You know, the ones that are super motive that try to be super motivational, but are also very general and don't and you can't really relate or apply it. And that was the one cool thing that we uh, that I liked about doing the show is that it seemed relatable. You know, you know how you it's always weird to kind of like look back at some work that you do. You know, or like if you ever see yourself on camera. I didn't. I didn't think like that when I saw um each of our episodes i'm like oh well, this is actually very casual it's it's you know it's it's it seems very relatable at least that's what also some people have been telling me and i thought that was definitely a great <laughs> um attribute of it yeah it was just real people just having a real conversations you know <clears throat> and they were honest i thought like we we kind of shared pretty openly and the people that came on were sharing their struggles or their achievements pretty openly as well yeah, it I think that's it didn't, uh, you know, like sugarcoat anything. It was just raw. Mm -hmm. I think that was one thing that a lot of us didn't really expect, because I, the one funny thing about this industry is that we're always uh, everybody's very in their own space, uh, bubble space. Right. And they're or at least in their own bubble. And it's hard to kind of understand what other people are going through on the outside, except for what you see online. Right. You know, like at, to most people what's happening at laps is basically what we've been posting or not posting. Right. And that's actually one of the things I want us, I want us to start doing a bit more of over the next uh, year posting on, on social. Yeah. We've, it's been a little bit of a hiatus for us in terms of getting uh, in terms of like putting ourselves out there a bit more like that, at least in a public forum, we've been out, we've been networking and reaching out to people and trying to develop the, the business internally, but haven't been so much, on the external side kind of been pushing outwards. And I think that's one of the, the first things I want us to kind of focus on for this year. And, to, you know, surprisingly, it's not very difficult, but it's also at the same time hard to kind of keep the habit going or at least get it started, right? I mean, it's not hard, but it is very time consuming. Like, that's the thing. Like this week, I was focusing a lot on outreach for the show and it's it's so time consuming. And now it like, it's starting to pick up the pace too. And we got to release this, like I'm guessing by next week. Yeah. Cause we got to get that ball rolling. I just wish we had like more people that we could just delegate this to. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like any, like any business, you have to start somewhere, right. You know, yeah. not, not all those fortune 500 companies, you know, they didn't just become that massive in scale, just like that. You know, you got to start somewhere, you got to build the foundation and that's essentially what we're doing. You know, like, I, I definitely look forward to the day when the laps team expands further than what it is right now. Like currently it's just the two of us who have been doing this now for what, seven or eight years. But, you know, I look forward to like a day where we have more and more peers that we kind of uh, like work with on the daily basis. You know, it's cool that we get to work with some freelancers pretty frequently now, you know, with some editors and shooters, but it's, it's not the same as having like a very core team. Right. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. That's definitely in the, Three or five year plan for sure. Yeah. Get an office, get a team. Avengers it's getting there. Assemble style. <laughs> Avengers assemble. Yeah. We're right now on Iron Man. 
that's that's where we're at right now. No, we're at we're at we're at Iron Man two right now. I would say. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> Iron Man two. You know, we're teasing some things that are we're meeting we the over, people. We skipped over Thor. Yeah, no Thor. We we didn't we we missed out on Thor. You know, the Avengers assemble. You know, we we get mini episodes of that every now and then you know <laughs> with each project but it's not like a permanent avengers thing yeah that's right? funny we should uh, someone should actually do that where they um relate to the progress of the marvel marvel movies so it's like right now in my business i'm at iron man 2 level <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it, oh, it's because it's like a it's like a filmmaker's blueprint at this point right yeah man that'd be a funny way to do it so what we're like, but a some... lot of the, a lot of the companies we'll be bringing on going forward are definitely past, uh, the first Avengers movie though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, like, that's the, the second. That was like the one cool thing about the first few guests that we, um, that we interviewed because they all were completely different, you know, not only in terms of size and scale, but also in terms of their niches, the types of work they did, um, their process, like everyone, everyone is different. I, I, I have yet to find two production companies that are exactly the same. Like they're all just a little bit different, you know, as, um, uh, as uh, Vincent Vega once said from Pulp Fiction, you know, over there, they have it all just a little different, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the question is who uses uh, mayonnaise instead of ketchup for the fries? I, I don't know. You know, I feel like, I feel like mayonnaise is more so like the really big companies, you know, ketchup, you know, is uh, in, in certain aspects, but I, uh, class. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because you're selling uh i forgot who said this uh but it's because we're not we're not selling products even though video is a product and i was actually debating putting product on the website instead of services but going back to it is because we're selling uh we're selling ourselves which is art in a way right because yeah. we're all creative so we're selling different art works for each client right yeah now it's I'm not saying it's like we're doing starry night or anything like that but it is kind of like that so it's not like we're selling i don't know cameras where roughly it'll be like this and like that and you can mass produce it everything's like tailor-made yeah. to the client for the client exactly and uh, what people don't realize is no matter what business you're in uh, but especially in the video production industry you're selling yourself you know you are in a way the business and that was one cool thing that we uh, learned from one of our podcast episodes i think it was uh chris from uh, svg that said it was that you know like content is constantly changing but um you know no wait no that that wasn't it Sorry, I, I mixed up on I, the, I think you need to rewatch the episodes. I, I think I need to rewatch uh, the episodes. Uh, no. Okay, let's rewind back a little bit here. <laughs> this is staying in. This is staying in. Oh my god. <laughs> all your all your all your mess ups are staying in. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, it was actually you no know, uh, uh, John Corbin uh, uh, from Corbin Visual that said, you know, there's no one that could sell story better or sell themselves more than you, you know? Only you can sell your business. Yes, you can kind of delegate some ideas, you know, to other people, but you can't entrust other people to be the only ones to ever sell you uh, because no one can sell you better than you. And that was uh, one thing that was made apparent because I remember early on when we were starting LAPS, uh, we were trying to find other other people who could essentially just handle the business aspect of it, you know, and, you know, the they do the aspect. selling. The, the Yeah, sorry, aspect. the sales aspect of it. But they can't do that necessarily, right? 
um, like they can't do it at least uh, to the level that we know the business, right? And so once I made that realization, I think once we both made that realization, you know, it just kind of became a little bit easier in terms of how we interacted, how we networked and what we focused on with the business. There, there's some companies that I think do have salespeople that are selling for them. I know, uh, uh, who's the animation company we brought on? Uh, oh my God, it's escaping, it's escaping me. By the booth? By the booth. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, oh my God, I'm so bad with names. James. Yeah, James. James is a salesperson. Right, that, right, right. So I think after you get to a certain stage, you just you just have to. But by that point, it should be a normal thing to do, right? I think say, being able to delegate sales is when you have a little bit more of a streamlined sales process. It's very difficult to do it when you have a very custom-based approach. Um, because but yet they do it. Because I've, yeah. I've started noticing with some of the other companies we're outreaching to... <clears throat> If they're really big, they have like specific people doing like sales and marketing or whatnot, right? So I think it's just a matter of scaling, right? I, I think yeah. maybe once you get to a certain size, it's inevitable you have to do that anyhow. Yeah. I'm very curious about what the step-by-step -step process and the scaling will be because I know there were some companies like uh, like like Dorothy from, uh, what, what was it, QV Media? QV Media. Q uh, Media Solutions. Q Media Solutions, yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys, if we can't remember the the names and the yeah. companies. It's been twelve months. It's been a, it's been a little bit of. It's been, it's been a, longer a than that, I think. Actually, I think it's, it's been, been just over a year. Yeah, yeah, just over a year. But yeah. anyway, back to my point. Like um, uh, Dorothy mentioned that uh, one of the things that forced uh, her business to scale very quickly was the fact that they got this one massive project just like that at the beginning which took them from like a zero to like zero to a hundred real quick type company, right? All of a sudden you have to bring in a whole core team of people so that this project can be executed. You know, there's a whole lot of work that needs to be done. So like, that's, that's an example of something scaling very quickly. Whereas you and I, we're going the very, you know, the slow ETF approach, you know, with, <laughs> um, uh, with, um, with growth, you know, it's not like, uh, the stock market where it just like shoots up and down constantly like that, you know, we're trying to kind of get that steady growth, you know, so that there's like a little bit more of a st stable foundation because before it was like that, right. It was like busy one month, two months, <clears throat> then nothing busy another month, then nothing, you know, and we're trying to kind of break out of that a little bit more. Yeah. I think, yeah, we're trying, uh, I think there's still a good amount of luck involved with that but uh we are at the point now where we are getting more steady inflows of leads coming in which is nice before it was all uh referral based uh, work and it worked it was wasn't bad but we we were starting to plateau and then um pandemic happened and as i would say right after uh yeah the pandemic happened and we were we were empty till about september and september november it was like all the work that we missed out on came in and 2021 has <clears throat> yeah. been fairly consistent 2022 started off yeah. with a bang which is great yeah uh, i don't think I'm we've ever had a january i don't think we've ever had a january where we were shooting almost every day i don't think any company yeah, is wild. or at least not many companies have that you know, so we were very, very fortunate um, uh, to be able to be given that opportunity, you know, and um, yeah, so we're looking forward to kind of replicating that uh, more so uh, 
in the in the coming months as well. I, I really want to get to the point where it's like I I want to be able to tell incoming leads when do you need this buy? Oh yeah, sorry, we're busy for the next six months. Like that's the stage I want to get to. <laughs> it's not that we want to turn away work, guys. You know, we just want to uh, get to the point where, like, you know, we want to dedicate ourselves to our clients. You know, to the point where, like, you know, we're focused on them and we're not going to be like splitting our focus. You know, with too much work that's coming in. Yeah, no. At that point, all we do yeah. is we just refer the work to other vendors that we know. Yeah, which is that's one of the purposes of this podcast. You know, it's like we want to get to know other great people within the industry. That you know, like if if ever we aren't able to take on a certain project, we would love to be able to just uh, pass it off to other people that, you know, we trust can do the, the work well. And, or if you know, we have a shoot in another city that that uh, production company is in. Yeah. I'd love to just hire them and <clears throat> have them take care of it. Like, and, you know, hopefully that comes back the other, the other way around too. But yeah, um, it's mostly for networking first, industry second. And then obviously there's, multiple perks associated to that. Yeah. A lot of people see other businesses in their industry as, as pure, purely as competition, you know, and just want to, you know, avoid them or, you know, do better than them only. But, you know, one of the things that we also see is that it's a collaborative effort because like you said, sometimes a project is, uh, needs to be done in another city where, especially during the pandemic, that wasn't as easy to do because you, no one could travel that easily from within countries, right. Because of the virus. And so, <clears throat> a few um, a few companies from the states reached out to us uh, where they needed some work done here in um, in Toronto, and we were able to help them out with that. And um, you know, like we have a few projects now where like people are asking for certain cities within the states, and you know, this is why you know like we see it as a collaborative effort because we all help each other. You know, we're all yeah. putting food on the table. <laughs> yeah, like we're not competitors because there's enough work to go around. At the end yeah. of the day, no one can take it all because no one can even scale to those levels to be able to handle it all. There's yeah. like natural limits in place. Like I think our, our business, we didn't know this going in, but there's a limit to the amount of work you could possibly do. And I, I forgot who talked about this, but um, like it's hard to scale past like, I think I forgot which episode this was in, but it was like easy yeah, to scale yeah. to a million million dollar company million dollar production company one to three is is difficult and then past that it's insanely hard i think it might have been matt from viva media i think he was the one who might have touched the uh, touched upon that a little bit but yeah like when it comes to scaling a business like it's it's like the <laughs> the I guess it depends though. Like in some, some businesses, like the first million is the hardest and then it becomes a little bit easier, but, but think about business, it like this, it, it think varies. about it like this, think about it like this though. I uh, think about the last month we just had in January. Yeah. Okay. That took up the whole month. Now yeah. we made, we made some really, really good money off of it, but January we, we weren't, we weren't, uh, yeah. Like we could have, I guess like on the weekends, but then we would have like been burnt out by the end of it. Right. Well, here's what we could have done. <clears throat> if there was enough work coming in uh, in January or like some other bigger projects, because I think there were some clients that were talking to us about doing some work, but it didn't pan out. But I was already ready with an idea of what we can do. Essentially, it would have been simply like us splitting off. So for example, on this project, it was both of us on it. Whereas if we had, say, one other project each week that we someone needed to be on, 
one of us would go do that project with a team of uh, shooters and, um, and crew. And then we would bring other crew for this one. So it just depends on how many people can manage uh, projects within a business that you can kind of scale. Right. So for example, but there's a limit to that, dude. There, like, there is a limit. It. The limit is how much the, uh, each of us can handle, right? So there's two of us. If we want to expand and grow uh, in terms of uh, being able to take on more work at the same time, we would essentially need to find other people who can do what we do, right? So another producer that can you know, handle and manage uh, projects like this. and just. Right, but then of- you're also, leave- yeah, but you're, you're, like, look, you're still leaving yourself open to missing out on other work because it's like okay if everyone is uh all crew on on deck for that whole month you're not going to be taking in any new business yeah because everyone's just focusing on that yeah and like think about like trying to handle new business coming in you got to prepare the pitch you got to prepare the the proposal there's stuff on the back end you got to do there's other projects that are moving in other stages of the production process I don't know. Like, I think there's a natural limit to it, right? There, there's always going to be a natural limit. Yes, you could hire more and more people as they go, but um, yeah. Even like, I mean, but even hiring other people, you can't really hire people that are like, like you can't really find a temporary. Yeah, you can't find like a, a freelance producer like that, like just out of the blue like that, right? Yeah, you have to be able to see what, how much consistent work you're coming in and uh, how much consistent work is coming in. And then that's when... Uh, you can even bring on people full-time maybe, but even then there, there, there's that limit. Like you said, like, say for example, the limit for each of us to manage uh, at the same time was three to five projects, right? That means that any given time, we should only have 10 projects at maximum happening at the exact same time. Right. So that is how we determine our limits. And then um, if we need to, if we're starting to see that there's more of a demand for more of that, then we can start bringing in other talent. But like you said, you can't just temporarily bring in certain people that manage all this stuff because again, like it's, like you said, there's a natural limit. I mean, if you look at all these ad agencies that are massive or global, like they technically also still have limits. You know, otherwise if they could take on literally everything, there would only be one agency. They probably have access to different things or they probably have access to funding. Since they're like a corporation, they might go public or they might get bought out by another bigger agency. So they they probably have way they, they I mean they definitely have bigger resources. But for companies like ours and other people in our industry, we're not kind of at that level, right? Like it's still right. just it's still like small teams of people running a business, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, there's, that's there's, where we're at right now. That's where a lot of, a lot of the companies are at right now. And to be honest, it's not a bad place to be at. Cause it no. means that you and I take home a chunk of the profits, right? The, the more people you get, the, the less your profit margin is. And what else? Like, even if you, if you expand your business, like it just adds more costs, right? I think the, lo- yeah. I think the way we're doing it now is pretty good. Yeah. We're, we're on a good trajectory, you know, and I, and I like the slow growth because it allows us to figure out more things about our business, what works, what doesn't work, what kind of talent we could bring in, what talent is needed. Because imagine if we were like what we thought we knew two, three years ago is not what we know now, right? Say like two, three years ago, we thought we needed um, to hire, like as our first hire, we would need uh, an editor, a shooter and a sound person as full-time. Say we needed that. It's like, that's what we thought we needed. And then Imagine if we decided to just go for it then 
you know, because we all of a sudden had the influx of work, hired them, but then we realized, oh, we actually didn't need to hire all three of them. Maybe we only needed to hire one or two because of what the long-term projections have been, right? Um, Whereas now it's like, okay, at this stage, we know that we would need, say, an editor to come come in full-time in the somewhat near future. So we can at least plan for that, right? So- it's it's constantly changing, right? I mean, I mean, look, there's there's benefits and negatives to both, like you know, expanding your team or keeping it skeletal. Yeah, I personally think for us, skeletal is the best way to go forward, because again, yeah. it's like we get to take home a chunk of the profits. Like we handle stuff that we know we can handle. There's again, once you grow your business past a certain size, you introduce a whole other set of things you need to think about. But yeah. I think the way we're going about it now is fine. Yeah. Um, going forward, skeletal team, I think is the best approach in this yeah. kind of industry, I think. Yeah, well, it's because it's constantly changing. And, you know, with with what happened with the pandemic, you know, everybody's focus kind of shift. But at the same time, one big benefit about uh, I, I don't want to I, I hate saying benefit with the pandemic because a lot of people suffered with it. But uh, I mean, like one one side effect that came from it was that video became even more and more important and people realized uh, like because of the pandemic everyone realized how important it was people you know how many years i had people like uh showing me statistics or like um about how important video is you know how it's uh, so key uh, to grow or to communicate with clients it's like people knew that but they also had their own set of um they had their own set ways you know and there wasn't as much of a disruptor to the industry quite like the pandemic to make them realize that. Right. So there's a lot of opportunity now. And like, ironically, like how we're doing now as a business at Labs Productions is, is we're doing a lot better than what we were, than how we were doing before the pandemic, which oh, really yeah. shocked me. It's been, yeah, it's been, we're one of the few businesses that's like uh, <laughs> done well during the pandemic. I mean, it's not done yet, but yeah, well, I, I think, think it's done. Are we done yet? I don't know. Well, according to the government, we're done. <laughs> so I don't know. They might they might come out in like a in like a month's time and be like, "Oh no, it breaks my heart to do this." But we need. No, to- I think I think it's completely done. Yeah. You know what's going to be really interesting is talking to international companies and seeing what it's been like on their side. Yeah. Because we have we're gonna we're reaching out to people in the UK, Australia, US, obviously. Uh, are there any other English speaking countries out there? predominantly Australia <laughs> I said Australia no oh did you I think so uh, either way we, we actually did have someone we could do New Zealand maybe that's very niche <laughs> <laughs> there's like three companies there that'd be fun to get yeah no absolutely I mean who knows you know like uh this is episode 15 you know like uh you know Rome wasn't built in a day the Joe Rogan podcast wasn't built in a day they have like he has like 1500 episodes it didn't happen overnight right so that's yeah. crazy 1500 we already uh we already shot two before this, so today's February 23rd. Uh, this is the first one that's going to start off the series. We've shot two already, and we have like what another six or seven eight, on the way. Eight? No, no. There's I got two more people that are interested this morning. Tomato, tomato. Like <laughs> We've got so billions of off. interviews. <laughs> billions. Uh, but. Yeah, I think we're ready past 10. I think we might be at 10 and 11. So if we do this, Perfect. like my goal was to get 30 for this year. But I think oh, at we'll the get rate, that easy. I honestly want to do it like once, a, like post once a week. 
yeah, like yeah we're yeah. scheduling the interviews so that we're doing them twice a week but if we post them once a week i like that yeah well i mean like the way we're kind of going about it is where like for example if there's like a week where we get really busy with client projects you know we don't want to you know divert our attention divert our attention away from those projects so at the very least we'll still have content for uh, our audiences to you know be able to to watch and uh, and be entertained with <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, a lot of people are going to be coming on we have to start reaching internationally to spruce it up because right now there's a lot of canadian companies coming on but i want to get like a mix i want it to be like yeah. mixed a little I also don't want to do too many in the beginning because, you know, like, so I, I like having some of the content also be, you know, like topics that are like key at that time. Right. You know, like the last thing I want to do is, is also like, if we do like say 30 episodes in one month, and then one of those, uh, like some of those, uh, videos, we're all talking about pretty much similar things that are happening at that point, you know, like, no, no, we're not doing 30 in a month. Like, no, I know. Max, I'm just saying gonna, as an example, we're do like right? two a week at max. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying Maybe as an example, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and then posting wise, like it's just being posted once a week. Uh, oh, another thing that surprised <laughs> me too is that the old episodes are starting to go up in like view counts. Yeah, I don't know if it's just uh, because it's been like a, a year and a little bit that it just naturally got some views, but it was pretty funny uh, about the, um, that one guest that you reached out to. Uh, why don't you share that? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a Toronto based company. I obviously can't remember the name because I'm terrible with names, but uh, <laughs> what's my like... name? <laughs> Say my name. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> Boris the Bullet Dodger. <laughs> God damn right. <laughs> Mini Dodgers bullets. Get... <laughs> Who's going to get these references? No one's gonna get the well. I don't know. Some people. We're, we're yeah. talking to we're talking to movie fanatics. They 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 better get these references. If they comment below if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine to the one guy listening on Spotify? It's like, but, but where's the comment section? <laughs> <laughs> Just email us uh, email us complaints at lapsproductions.com. <laughs> <laughs> at uh, I don't care at lapsproductions.com. <laughs> uh okay so yeah uh reached out to this one toronto based company they got back to me and they're like uh we're he said they were too boring to come on the show which i think was a cop-out but he's like i'm actually a fan of the show and he took he sent me a screenshot of his apple podcast playlist and oh yeah like he was listening to i forget which episode but he was listening to it i like, that's that's cool to know that that um as little of a show that it was at the time, you know, that it actually got a little bit of outreach. Um, I don't know how it probably got into their hands because we didn't do all that much marketing no, back then, right? Barely. So I don't know, maybe it has something to do with the name of the podcast, you know, because it's a pretty, pretty catchy one. <laughs> Creative Scrap Coffee, which is funny because I don't drink coffee anymore. Tea. So, oh, you're drinking tea too? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the double. <laughs> I got my... Toronto Zoo mug. I got I got tea and coffee. Oh, you're mixing it? No, I just have a weird, coffee man. cup from earlier. That's all. I just wanted to have tea for the episode. Creatives grab tea. <laughs> it doesn't have the same vibe to it. It doesn't have the same ring. Nobody ever says, you want to go get tea? <laughs> Who says that? <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> I've never emailed. A, um, I've never networked with people and said, hey, you know what we need to do? We need to go and catch up over a cup of tea. 
Unless you know what we have to in do England, that with the in UK. England, with the, the UK, UK, we have to do it there. We're gonna make sure we like get only English breakfast. You know, keep it <laughs> keep it simple. Oh my god, I would love an English breakfast in the morning. You know, if I was really rich, I would just get a. I would hire a chef, and I would just as soon as I wake up, I would just have the breakfast right there. That's oh, like yeah. my goal in life. You ever fantasize yeah. about like winning the lottery and the stuff you do? Uh, no, because I don't want I don't want to I don't want to depress myself. <laughs> I, I let myself sometimes and it's an awful experience by the end. Why of you it. do this? You you like torturing yourself. You know what, what I do? Doing? You know what I do? I fantasize like, oh, man, what if I bought that eight thousand dollars with the ship in twenty nineteen? I'd be like a five billion five. I, I'd have I'd be a billionaire. I'd have five billion dollars. What would I do with all that money? Yeah, the crypto market is 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 one scary place, especially like nowadays. It's just like constantly like it's it's given me a stronger stomach. I will say this: I used to be so risk averse. Are you checking it out like every day? You're not supposed to yeah. check it out every day. Because <laughs> like you, I also like to torture myself. <laughs> Listen, you don't know torture, okay? My my chain link and polka dot. You don't know torture. What's happened to my babies? Make it you sound like no these idea. are trading cards. You know, they don't even sound like stocks. <laughs> they sound like trading cards. My chain link, my polka dot. Like what is How funny this? is it's a lot of companies have the dumbest names when you think about it like that. Like uh, Facebook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it made sense because, you know, it's a book. It's an online book. It was, it's not really a book. It's not really a book, though. It was, yeah. Yeah, like there was another name for it originally. They had another one. It was like Face Mash or something like that. Uh, they had like a different name, but that one was that one was where they were rating students to think to who- think to think that company just started because Zuckerberg <laughs> wanted to get laid really bad, <laughs> wanted to hook up with college ads. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> <laughs> that's how it started though. I you know. might laugh. It's true. Well, a lot of uh, Earth's greatest uh, achievements and advances have been in the pursuit of going of getting laid yes <laughs> <laughs> look at what happened in troy <clears throat> oh yeah the battle for troy was all because one one <laughs> one prince took the other king's wife and millions died because of that <laughs> such a shame I, anyways I, 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 yeah we were, we're about to go on uh a- <laughs> We're going on a tangent, you know. This ceased to be a video production podcast. This is the type of type of chat we have in our WhatsApp group. <laughs> I think people care about that. Uh, okay, going forward though, yeah. Uh, the the focus for the podcast is also going to be that it's strictly focused on the business side of the video production industry. We'll obviously yeah. talk creative as well when the opportunity yeah. arises, but that's going to be the focus for us. Yeah, actually, got that from. Uh, John Corbin from Corbin Visual, because I was helping him out on a shoot and um, he mentioned to the DP, Ken, that uh, uh, we have a podcast and then Ken was like, oh, what's it about? He's like, oh, they do a podcast on the video production industry. I'm like, oh, my God, of course, that's what we do. Yeah, because we were originally trying to make it like a jack of all trades type podcast where we talk to creatives and people from different parts of the industry like in the market. and if you listen to the, the other episodes like yeah. the intro we have for it, it's so convoluted like we're trying to figure out a way to like be open like leave it open-ended yeah. it's like we're not just doing video production companies but to be honest i feel perf- i feel perfectly like calm and confident talking to other video video uh, production companies 
it just feels like a natural thing i think if we spoke to like ad agencies at the moment at least like we just wouldn't know what to talk to them about you know yeah because i think the one thing that we as we mentioned before is that this show needs to be relatable to the people watching it right at least to its audience and you know like we're basically sharing our experiences and not comparing necessarily but kind of like uh, sharing with other people so that they could learn from ours and then other and so that we could also learn from them because the one thing that uh, as we mentioned before is that you know we think we're in our own bubble where we're we're only experiencing these things ourselves everyone else is a success everyone else is is thriving it's not like we're the only ones suffering no no everybody everybody has very similar challenges especially when it comes to starting a business you know even though it's even though we're in the video production industry, a lot of the challenges that we face running a business, you know, other people face in other industries as well. Like the grass is not always greener on the other side type of thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know what? It, it may be greener on the other side or it may look like it is, but you know, that's what we call social media. It makes it, it's a filter that makes it look greener. You know, I'm just glad to have grass, you know, considering <laughs> that having land in Toronto is next to impossible with houses going 600,000 over asking, which I was just seeing an article about about an hour ago. And I'm like, listen, no how lucky are we, though, that we're self-employed and we can kind of we can decide how much money we want to make versus like someone who's employed where it's like how much we want to make, you know, obviously. But it's like, you know, like yeah. I, I know, obviously, like we're not going to like make like a million dollars a day type of thing, but it's like. If we were doing a nine to five thing, it'd be, oh, it's more locked in. Like that one is a little yeah. bit more locked in. Whereas this one, it's like, yeah, we could make, there's potential for more potential. There's potential. Like, yeah. Like at yeah. least that, that calms me down a little bit. Cause it's like, if I don't make a lot this year, it's cause I'm a, I was being a bum. <laughs> so it better motivate me for the next year, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's nice to know. Um, It's nice to know like the work that we would put in, you know, like it will, it will be recognized and then like it, it will be, it will move forward. You know, like well, I, I, I did this one networking event with the American marketing association, Toronto chapter. They were talking about how people always want to see how valued they are within the organization that we, they work with. And it was interesting just hearing people talking about, you know, working with teams and other people, whereas, you know, <clears throat> it's just the two of us, right. <laughs> you know, and pretty much the immediate clients that we work with and, I feel like a lot of the recognition and, uh, you know, and uh, feel good that we get from that is, you know, like creating great work for our clients and seeing them happy with the work that we do. And so like, that's what I'm always striving for, you know, and, uh, and pushing for our business, you know, and I feel like we're slowly, slowly growing and growing. I actually did like a whole roadmap for the, for our business. And there's really not that, like, it seems like there's a lot of work we have to do to get to where we want to be but there's actually not that much like you just have to do it yeah like i when i broke it down baby i was steps, like oh it's only a, yeah i was like it's only a couple of things it's not that bad like yeah for example like uh this podcast i, I we already said why we're doing it um and the steps to doing that like it's just a little bit every day just slowly growing the list of people to reach out to send like a couple of emails a day yeah. connecting with people replying with other people and even just how we're going forward with these ones is just the editing is so easy. Like it's going to take like two minutes to edit this yeah. thing and then just upload it compared to how we were doing it before. It was like, yeah, four three screen, angles. We had four, three angles, four before. angles, three audio, <laughs> uh, 
uh, <clears throat> don't even talk to me about that stuff. It used to take like half a day to go through that. Yeah, we uh, want to make this content easy and simple for people to watch because you know, and for us especially, because yeah. uh, like oh, that was oh my god, yeah, that was another reason why we kind of like left it on the side because it was too time consuming to go yeah. through the editing. That's what it was. Yeah, it definitely was that because uh, we would have to get the, the one mistake we did before. We were trying to make it like a show Very show fancy. when Very it fancy. wasn't when it wasn't there. And so we would have to get together uh, for each episode to film ourselves on a Zoom call with a client. So we would have to set up in Carol's very small, like room, like his uh, his study over there. Yeah. Oh my God, uh, it was it was a nightmare because then we we'd we'd start sweating because there was no ventilation. It's a small room. It's not meant for that much light. It was it was like we had like three massive lights, lights, yeah, <clears throat> three massive like lights, three cameras. A small a small table with chairs it's like it's a study for like one one person to work in essentially right yeah, not so much and also i'd also that. have to spend like 30 minutes driving down 30 minutes driving back up there goes an hour of my day like it was yeah. just a nightmare now it's so simple we're all in our office setups over here and it's easy to go like right after this i'm just gonna slap on like the logo at the beginning outro at the end with the social media ctas and icons and links and whatever and that's it like this episode is good to go yeah Sometimes you just uh, what pe one pe one thing people uh, don't realize is that keeping things simple does not mean you have to really necessarily sacrifice on production quality. You know, production quality does not equate to things being super convoluted or complicated, right? Yeah. You know, it, it's it's just being smart and knowing how to make simple effective. Because once you do that, production value is very easy to kind of add into it. You know, it doesn't matter. Like if we were to do this show in 8k versus hd there's no benefit to it you know and uh the product the supposed production value is lost because of the type of content it is right you know it that only um production quality only is super key like for example if you're if you're shooting for something in like a movie theater right shooting 8k versus hd is going to be noticeable right so that's a not, place. not really. I think in the movie, theaters, they show they show like HD quality stuff in the movie. But you know theater. what I mean? Like they have a little bit more flexibility with it. So it, yeah. I'm just giving but, an example. This is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah before yeah. we. Uh, yeah. But then going back to it. So there, there's this podcast. There's uh, uh, just we just got to keep making blog posts for SEO purposes, you know, and then yeah. we got to do their associated blog for each blog post. So that's three right there. Then we just got to post on social media. Yeah. And uh, like, I think uh, just, oh yeah, we got to do some courses just to up our skills. We got to do Google AdWords yeah. analytics. Um, we need to learn Adobe um, InDesign, some Photoshop there as well. Yeah. That's we it essentially, really. Like we don't have, we don't have a lot of stuff we got to do to be. Yeah. That's more on the technical uh, side. And like, we obviously yeah. also want to continue to grow creatively, you know, and um, like one thing that we, that was a bit on the back burner for a few a few years now because of the pandemic was doing more creative type projects, you know, like also personal ones. And I think that is the key to grow creatively a little bit as well, because up until now we're just, we've just been focused on the business side of things, which are very important, but we also have to remember to also continue to grow uh, creatively as well. Yeah. Like some mini docs would be cool. I really like yeah. the Icarus one we did. Um, and what, we, what I also want us to start doing is like uh, every month has specific, 
events that are going on and we should do like spec spots for those months like yeah or something around that not necessarily yeah, like, a spec spot but like something, something I, I mean something related it. to related to that yeah. like even but even for like the spec spot we can create like a fake company that we're doing it for and then yeah. we could even get the url for it and then just have it redirect to our website and should we do it for ecorp <laughs> it's already taken Sadly. i could get celia to just do the logo design for us so she just does like a fake logo and then like we pretend it's like a real company and whatnot like something like that's cool right like, yeah, you know, yeah, like mothers... no. but each month has like a specific thing like you have earth day and <laughs> i don't yeah. know when uh we have mother's day and that's for that whole month father's day there's canada day uh i don't know there's like a bunch of stuff we could do like spec spots for those yeah it all depends on how we delegate our time we have we have to just be yeah, organized that's hard on part. that and that's that's the challenge so it's like we'll we'll see kind of where it goes as the months go uh but um you know yeah like guys like what to we it. just told you right now is basically what we have planned for the year but the thing is it's just carol and i doing all that stuff yeah we're the <laughs> and core we get team. distracted and we get distracted at times too <laughs> so well, it's not necessarily distractions but it's like it, it, it's not the the saying of like another a fire just popped up right but it's like like sometimes for example we're working on a client project you know and we're it's like nearly completed you know so then we start focusing on like some of the creative but then the client needs like some changes made or they need to um uh they need to jump on a call for some other project you know like that's how a business is right it's things pop up constantly you know whether it's expected or not and you have to learn to account for that right and and that's just how it is so mm -hmm. we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes in the next few months, but I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what else to say, but I think people are probably sick and tired of listening to us talk for how long has it been now? It's probably been like about an hour or so. Yeah, that's wow. the other thing too. We're going to keep these short going forward. Yeah. One hour, bang, bang, boom, done. You Air quote short, long. under an short. hour. That's that's the, <laughs> under that's the goal. That's the goal. Um, but... Yeah, we, we essentially wanted to just be like a like a good platform for people to just, you know, sit back, relax, you know, not take three hours or four hours like some podcasts are, but, you know, at least get uh, a good a, a good dose of information and learn. Yeah, we don't have we don't have that kind of time. We didn't get 100 million from Spotify to be able to do like four hour conversations. With I know. People. Otherwise, if we did. I mean, <laughs> bye bye video production <laughs> and hello podcast production, right? <laughs> But anyway, no, we appreciate everyone, uh, you know, who take the time to to watch these episodes. You know, like I know it's not uh, it's not like a massive uh, a massive show with like hundreds of thousands of viewers. But, but it you know, doesn't like, need to be those, it doesn't those need to 10 be of you that are watching on a <laughs> on a weekly basis. We appreciate you. So. <laughs> no, it doesn't like I don't even we never even started this to be big no, in no. it. It was just for ourselves and for other people in our industry. So Keep us I think as long as I think as long as people in our industry are enjoying it, that I think we've achieved our goal. Like it was mostly for us and the people coming <clears> on. But to the people I listening, think, like if you guys are getting enjoyment out of it and you're getting good information, then that's great too. You know? Yeah. It, that's essentially it. We just want this to be like a fun, like kind of low, low key chill type of uh, show where, you know, people can just kind of like shoot the shit in the industry. You know, we're basically trying to take networking 
at events onto this. That's kind of that's, what we're That's how I've for. been describing it to people I've been reaching yeah. out to. Just think of it like a one hour networking session. Yeah. That's it. We're having coffee, drinks, whatever, you know, it depends on how late we do these shows, right? So if we do one at seven, then we could switch to harder tea, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Irish coffees. Irish coffees. Yeah. You know, because we are reaching out to people that are international. So there's going to be a lot of like time differences that we got to account for. Like even yeah. reaching out to the people in Vancouver, I scheduled one for like 3 p.m. And they're like, oh, wait, can you do it like PST instead of EST? <laughs> no. And I was like, oh, right. I forgot about all that time zones. Yeah. I remember when we were when we were doing interviews for this one uh, client project, we had to interview people from all over the U.S., uh, and do it over zoom. And that was a scheduling challenge right there. Cause they would tell us what times they could do in their time. And then I'm just Googling on <laughs> Google just to see what time that is for us. And then we could just schedule accordingly. Dude, I, I, I reached out to a company in Manitoba and I was like, wait, they don't use PST, but they also don't use EST. They have the a they... mountain standard time or something. Yeah. I found yeah. out yesterday. I'm like, Oh, there's <clears throat> MST. Interesting. Yeah, like there's there's time zones and each time zone I know is you like just hour. I I know it's one of those things you just never think about though until you're like hit with it you're like oh there's something aside PST and EST. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, again, as we said, thank you everybody for watching the show. You know, um, hit that subscribe button or follow us on uh, all our social channels and wherever you listen to your podcasts and. You know, stay tuned for some future episodes. We but where should they follow stuff. us at? Should they follow us at Labs or Creatives Grab Coffee? Follow us both? at Creatives Grab Coffee. And if you're also cool with it, why not Labs Productions as well? <laughs> <laughs> Labs.productions. On Instagram. We... Oh, wait, on Instagram, though. Yeah. Can we change that back to regular? No, because then it's harder to read. Yeah, but... Okay, it's harder to read. Okay, we'll have this conversation off the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we're I'm also well. We're also creating a a, a tab on our website. Well, we're gonna have all these episodes over there. Yeah, it's gonna have. Uh, we're gonna start creating. Not we'll we'll put the transcript for the whole thing if you want to read through it, and we'll we'll also start to highlight like key uh, points from each talk so if there's yeah. like several key points we'll just highlight those in the blog <clears throat> post and uh yeah yeah i guess that's it if you want to be on the show send us an email or just comment or i don't know get in touch with us you know how yeah. to do it info not, at laps not... info at lapsproductions.com yeah you'll be able to figure it out it's not i don't even know if we're using that handle anymore actually here do we know info at laps just reach out to uh, one of us Dario at Labs. Our... yeah just reach out to either Dario at labs productions or Carol at labs productions yeah, or our contact. You, you know how to do it. It's not like we're talking to dinosaurs here. Like, you know how to find someone's contact info in today's world. <laughs> oh, man, this is the longest conclusion to an episode we've ever done. <laughs> we're like debating on where where people need to find us or get in touch with us. Don't worry, we're not we're not hidden. Why don't you just give them your address? Give them your home address. Oh, oh why not, right? You know, <laughs> make it yourself. public. Make it public. <laughs> I'm in a bunker, everybody. No one will find me. <laughs> I'm in one of those old shelters, you know, from like the Cold War era. <laughs> I wonder if they have any of those in Canada. Anyways, we're going off oh, topic here. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Peace, everyone. Peace. Peace. <laughs> that Don't one was stop. much better.
Yeah, I think so too. All right, let's cut it now.